1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tell Me This. I am your host, Carrie Borkowski, and it's been a minute or two or weeks, and I bet you thought I had ended for the summer. And honestly, I had contemplated that and decided <clears throat> I needed, maybe we needed one more episode to put some closure on season three. So thank you for your patience and thanking, thank you for your continued support and listening. Look, what's been the delay, Carrie? Why so long away, right? I've been so good and routine about posting these episodes and then I didn't. And I'm going to be really honest with you, I think there's some irony in this this notion that I'm going to share with you, which is I've been experiencing my own transition. Yeah, pause for some laughter there. Um, And it's really my first significant transition after writing and publishing a book all about transitions. And I'm here to tell you um, with some seriousness and humor (laughs) that... Dancing with discomfort? I don't know. I'm not I don't know if I'm feeling that title right now, because <laughs> I haven't really wanted to dance in the sense of dancing and and the feelings that dancing I usually associate with dancing. So definitely been juggling and managing and moving, and I recognize that. Even as someone who has written a book all about transitions, I still have so much work to do around transitions. Um, I'm getting ready to change jobs. I have been at the at uh, my current position for almost 15 years, and I'm getting ready to start a new job starting July 1st. And that's just been wild. It's full of possibilities and challenges, and all of those things wrapped into one. So. I've been doing my best to what I've been telling friends and colleagues is I've just been feeling the feelings and, you know, as they come in, I've tried to, tried my level best to, to follow the instructions I provide in the book, which, which include, you know, noticing those feelings, doing my best to name them or try to name them. And then I have spent a lot of time sitting in those feelings and feeling those feelings and I'm going to be honest with you I think my biggest takeaway from this transition that I'm that I'm sort of going through is the research is right that human nature we really do want to avoid run away have it quickly quickly go th- go away or quickly be done right completed feel it, get it over with. Um, and what I've learned is that's just, that's not, at least for me, it's not a good option that I need to slow things down. And I was just saying to somebody yesterday that I don't think that my response to this transition would have been what it has been had I not written that book, that I tend to be impatient. I tend to want to fix things and have an answer and a response. And during this transition, I've really just tried to stay present and patient and and in it, really f- legitimately feeling the feeling. So I've stayed aware. I've done the best when I could to articulate how I was feeling. And, and again, not always doing a good job, but doing my level best I'm naming those emotions that I'm feeling. I'm naming those moments that I'm having and perhaps the reasons for acting and behaving a certain way and I continue to navigate it. And so part of what I've noticed in this transition is that in the sitting in the feelings and being patient, it meant that I had to offload some things that I just couldn't take on you know, three or four additional episodes just to stay on schedule, that I I just couldn't justify keeping that schedule, given how I was managing the transition. I mean, it's not, it's not that I was depressed, it's not that I was sad, it's not that I was having a super hard time, it's just I needed the space to process and feel this transition. And so rather than do what I usually do, which is make myself so busy that I forget about those other things, I decided to honor and listen to what I needed in my head, in my heart, and in my body. And so that was the delay. So I again, I so appreciate the support. I appreciate the emails and the well wishes via text and, and email. And it's just... Um, it's always such a treat. And so I think to to end this season, this this wonderful season that we've had, that's been a mix of, if you remember way back in the fall, uh, Danielle and I spoke with eight amazing female leaders around their sense of paradox and belonging and building community. And then um, we had some episodes where we talked about books, including mine and and bell hooks. Uh, my mom came on, which was awesome, and we had a great conversation, and so the fall was sort of a regimented interview style, typical Tell Me This podcast, and the spring, we kind of went with the flow and and riffed off some requests that we had gotten, some interests we had, some conversations we had been wanting to have, And and lo and behold, season three was born. And so... I think as we wrap up and I'm in this transition, I also recently um, was a candidate for a school committee in our town and that election has wrapped up. I'm happy to say that I did win the seat, which um, it was a tough and hard fought battle. Um, what you're reading in the headlines around the country, you know, are reflected in some way in our little town. So you can imagine, um, you know, some of the injustices and arguments and debates that have been going on during this election season. And so I think what I learned and what I wanted to wrap up with was this idea that, um, you know, there is still so much injustice and arguing over valuing of individuals. There's so much worry about, I don't know, my speculation is that there's so much worry about power, and if i if a group of individuals creates space and room for other voices, other perspectives, other moments, others to shine that it somehow diminishes them, that by valuing each of us that it somehow diminishes that individual. And so i'm i just sort of want to hold that thought and Remind people, if you happen to be listening for the first time, to, to go back and check out seasons one and two and the beginning of season three, because I really started this podcast to honor my grandmother. If you remember, have again, if you haven't listened to the first episode, my grandmother had passed away that previous November, and I started the podcast um, in January, and I really wanted to explore my work on belonging. I wanted to highlight and hear from and value and honor individuals. Um, I wanted to really be the work when Kenita Williams was on a couple of times, both in her interview as a leader and also in our conversation around bell hooks. And we were talking about belonging and cultivating belonging and doing the work of cultivating community and belonging. What I remember Kanita saying is that we need to be the work. And so I really want wanted and continue to want this podcast to be that work to value individuals to, to describe the work and the efforts that diverse groups and people are are making in their spaces um, all professional context personal context your neighborhoods your communities Um and look, audience, we've journeyed together through lots of articles, some research and many, many, many stories and interviews about belonging, community, um, connection, all of those sorts of things. We've listened to individual experiences and, um, you know, in in all sorts of circumstances and, of course, including this global pandemic. We also learned from amazing female leaders and what these ideas look like to them and in their work. Um, We talked to my mom and others about their sense of belonging, their perception of belonging, the ways in which they cultivated belonging or continue to cultivate belonging. And we also spent some time exploring and discussing books on this and related topics. We have been together Stood side by side over these last three years. And I just want to say, and this is, I think this was the real reason why I wanted to have this final episode of this season, is because I want all of our listeners out there to realize how grateful I am for the conversations, how much I appreciate the courage that individuals have to come on this podcast and share their stories. I love learning from the wisdom of others' experiences and their perspectives. And so as we move into the summer season, I wanna ask something of you and that is, I want you to take care. I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to take care of your family, your friends, your neighbors. Really take care of yourself. It's not a selfish act to be taking care of yourself. Do the things you love, whether it's reading a a book, Running, biking, playing with your animals, hugging your kids, going to the beach, going on vacation, boating, I don't know, whatever whatever it is, do that thing and continue to do and be the work, the inclusion, the belonging. We really need to continue to be better, to be better for others, as, as I believe uh, Tarana Burke has said that. We learn to speak up, we need to learn to show up, and courageously use our power and privilege to make others and everyone feel seen and valued. My personal experiences as, as a professor, my training, my connections, and my relationships with other keep me hopeful, and they keep me worried. You shouldn't be surprised by that response, given that we just did a whole fall season on Paradox. Why am I hopeful? Well, I'm hopeful because we're having more conversations about belonging, equity, inclusion and the importance of everyone and everyone's stories. Right. We care so much more about lived experiences, the conversations we're having, the the policies we're thinking about, the ways in which we show up in our schools, in our communities, at meetings, at businesses, all of those places. We're not always getting it right, but we're doing a better job. We're pushing hard to make sure that individuals and groups feel that belonging. I'm worried because there's still individuals, there's still groups, there's still a narrative out there in the ether fighting And these groups and individuals are so fearful, I believe, that they want to exclude voices, quiet others, and hold so tightly to their power. Sometimes I just want to ask them one more question, right? What are they afraid of? What is the worry? As someone fighting against this view, I want to share that cultivating belonging and inclusive spaces at least for me and the folks that I know, it's not about taking away power or a seat at the metaphorical table. For me, this fight, this push, this honoring, this elevating of belonging, diversity, equity, inclusion, it's about getting rid of, just destroying, breaking down the small exclusionary table this limited seating to build a banquet table, one with seats for diverse voices, and a table where we could add more chairs when needed. As I said, and I I just m- my words just don't express it enough. I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity I have had to be a part of this podcast. I was just talking to Breanne. Um, uh, about an hour ago, about this journey, about the, f- the first podcast episodes talking about articles and research and belonging and community and how that developed into interviewing individuals around their conception of belonging in a pandemic to leaders talking about how they show up to create more inclusive spaces where hopefully they're their, their group members, their team members, and others feel that sense of belonging. And so it's been an incredible journey. I'm also grateful that I think the work we're doing and the stories we've been sharing reflect my grandmother's spirit. I do think my grandparents lived the work. They were being the inclusion, the belonging, the compassion, and the love the world needs. I think I said really early on in maybe season one, episode, I don't know, one, two, or three, that I remember commenting that when I would leave my grandparents, like I had been in the present, their presence, you know, engaging, chatting, eating, whatever, for it could have been an hour, it could have been half a day, it could have been a couple of days. And when I would leave... I don't know, there was like this extra spring in my step, extra energy in my heart. And looking back, I can't help but think that it's because they radiated this work. They made you feel included. They saw you. They valued us. They just wanted to be with us. I try to carry them in my heart everywhere I go. And this podcast is just one very small way I'm trying to be the work, the belonging, the inclusion, and the love. And so we will end season three. And I do say we because season three, really, and season two don't happen without amazing people who were willing to come on, Danielle, Aiko Bathia, Christine Dercole. Uh, Mamie Hostetter, uh, so many people, Brianne, Carrie Miller, Kenita Williams, my mom. Um, I mean, the list goes on. I don't mean to exclude anyone. There are just so many people that make this podcast possible. And so, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm so excited for what's to come next season. We're thinking about, do I say... Sure. We've been talking about belonging. We went from belonging in general, belonging in a pandemic, belonging in leadership. And I did a presentation recently called The Many Faces of Belonging. And I'm working on some research with some great colleagues right now on the many faces of belonging. And I think, and Ryan, and I think one of those other faces that we haven't talked about yet is all about relationships and parenting and caregiving and home whatever you define as home and so we're hoping that interviews next fall will be focused on belonging in our relationships. So I hope you'll stay tuned and we're going to take the summer off and I'm thinking we will be back sometime in early August and in the meantime if you have questions, ideas, comments, you want to come on you can reach me at Carrie at tellmethis.com or Borkowski at gmail.com whichever one works best and again thank you for another terrific season this has been another episode of tell me this it is the final episode of season three I am your host Carrie Borkowski, and we will be back in august with all sorts of great new stories for you take care under the glaciers of Your last year Sunday Searching For Melodies Pointing Around In Mountain streams, Galaxies We hear Call us We've been So
0: Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE. To learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash B E.